three more teams are through to the knockout stages after another dramatic evening across Europe. Real Madrid progress yet again, despite being held at home by already qualified Paris Saint-Germain. Shot towards goal, a second effort is into the roof of the net by Pablo Sarabia. And now it's 2-2 and Paris are on the verge of winning the group. In Turin, Juventus beat Atletico 1-0 to make the Spanish side sweat for their qualification spot after Leverkusen had earlier beaten Lokomotiv in Moscow. Chip forward, looking for Bender! What a goal! Wow, oh wow! Pick that one out of the top corner. It is absolutely brilliant. Alo Dybala is over it. It is almost on the junction of the penalty area and the touchline. Dybala goes for goal and Dybala finds the top corner. Elsewhere, Manchester City and Tottenham both progressed, while Atalanta kept their hopes alive in Group C with an impressive win over Dinamo Zagreb. We'll bring you all the key reaction and analysis to tonight's action, so stay with us right here on Match Day Live. Welcome to the show from myself, Chris Parrott. Alongside me is the European football expert, Andy Brassel. Three teams through to the last 16 before Tuesday began. Three more teams now and some absolute heavyweight sides are already booked their place in the first knockout round. Yeah, they really are. And I think you saw Real Madrid and Paris Saint-Germain tonight, um, who some people won't have named among the favourites at the start of the season uh, with the difficulties they had in the last UEFA Champions League campaign. I think if they're not amongst the absolute favourites, it shows you just how deep the field is. For me, they both are in the mix. Um, but it just does show you that picking a winner this year is going to be as hard as ever, if not harder. Yeah, I won't ask you, don't worry, because it's an impossible question to say <laughs> on match day five. Let's quickly run you through all of Tuesday's results then. Group A, Real Madrid 2, Paris Saint-Germain 2, and Galatasaray 1, Club Brugge 1. Group B, goals galore. Tottenham 4, Olympiacos 2 in Jose Mourinho's first home game in charge. Svenez Vezda 0, Bayern 6. Group C, Manchester City 1, Shakhtar Donetsk 1. Atalanta 2, Dinamo Zagreb 0. In Group D, Juventus 1, Atletico 0, Lokomotiv Moskva 0 via Leverkusen 2. Do join us on Wednesday night from 1800 CET via UEFA.com or the official Champions League app. Another huge night, two more commentaries, Valencia against Chelsea, then Liverpool-Napoli plus extended updates as Barcelona take on Dortmund. And don't forget to download the next episode of this podcast for analysis and reaction to all of Wednesday's games. But let's start at our look at Tuesday's action at the top of Group A, where Real Madrid hosted leaders Paris Saint-Germain. Commentary from Mike Sewell. Valverde, Carvajal on the overlap, just outside the Paris penalty area. In it goes, Valverde cuts it back, Isco's there, he hits the post, but Benzema follows up to score again. Real Madrid 1, Paris Saint-Germain 0. Flicked on towards Marcelo, then the cross in, Benzema! This time Navas cannot keep it out, it could have come much earlier. 
But in the 79th minute, Benzema's got his second, and it's Real Madrid 2, Paris Saint-Germain 0. Paris are coming forward now, looking for a response as it's played in towards Mbappe. Oh, mistake at the back, a misunderstanding between Courtois and Varane, and Mbappe has poached a goal for Paris. Shot towards goal, a second effort is into the roof of the net by Pablo Sarabia, and now it's 2-2, and Paris are on the verge of winning the group. Joined by Mike Sewell now, we could hear the surprise in your <laughs> voice um, at that equaliser. Paris Saint-Germain will feel that they've, they've pinched a point, given that Gareth Bale hit the post after that goal went in and really Real Madrid were on top for the majority of the game. Yeah, they might put it, Thomas Tuchel might put it, as a, as a positive spin on that and say, we, we stuck in there, mm -hmm. we stuck in there. I think you could probably say, Kalor stuck in there and made the <laughs> saves to keep us in the game, but he will look at it from a positive point of view and say, we came back from 2-0 down late on to draw at the Santiago Bernabeu against Real Madrid team who were very good tonight. Bar those those moments when they conceded, they were very good tonight. I mean, in a way, it was a little bit reminiscent of if we go back right to the start of the last UEFA Champions League campaign, when Paris Saint-Germain went to Anfield, were thoroughly outplayed on match day one by Liverpool. And they just... It's, it's, it's difficult to explain, but they've, they've just got their individual quality that can make up for a lot of things. Now, they seem to have moved past that individual quality this season. However, Real Madrid, newly energised, and I thought Isco was the, the key player because he just changed the whole tempo, the whole momentum of the, of the, of the team. It recalled the best of Real Madrid in the UEFA Champions League under Zinedine Zidane. And that really gives them something to work with. When you think they only had one point from their first two games, this is a building block and a big one for Real Madrid. Isco's inclusion was a real surprise when we saw the teams. Um, in a way, Zinedine Zidane went back to what worked in the third and final one of his, his three straight titles in this competition. Um, how impressive for you... They didn't win the game, Real Madrid, but how impressive was their performance, not just for tonight, but potentially for the next, I don't know, four, five, six months of the season? Well, to be able to dominate a team like Paris Saint-Germain for the majority of the game says a lot. And it shows that they've, after their indifferent start to the season, they've got themselves into a groove, aside from the fact that they drew the game in the end. But the way that they played, Isco, you mentioned, was the, was the link man. But not just that, he was, you said it, I think, at half-time. He was coming back and helping out in defence. He, he was in a striking position when needed. He covered more ground than anybody else in the first half. Um, but it was not just an Isco performance. Clear, it was a good move by Zidane to put him in the team. But there were lots of good performances. Valverde, I thought, was excellent yeah. tonight. Benzema was just non-stop. For a guy who's, what is it? how old is Karim Benzema? 32, 33, no, 31, 31. He, he worked tirelessly throughout, got two goals, could have scored a hat-trick had it not been for Navas. Um, it was a really good team performance, a really good team, and they looked very good going forward. One negative, Eden Hazard, who mm. had a very good game and then picked up a ankle injury which forced him off, and he was clearly in discomfort as he, as he made his way back down the tunnel. Yeah, it was not a very nice injury and it was it was caught by Mounier from the side and then it was the fact that his, the front of his foot and his studs got 
caught in the turf and then twisted. That's what the pain, the pain was. He, he was by the side of the pitch for two or three minutes and it looked like he might come back on, but in the end, he needed help coming off, the, coming around the um, perimeter of the pitch. It will be interesting to see what the reaction is, whether Zidane can tell us anything tonight is another thing you may have to be looked at, maybe need a scan and we'll find out more tomorrow. Gents, can I ask, both these teams are through, Paris Saint-Germain have topped the section with the draw. After this, after this evening's result and performance, which of these two teams, if you had to put your neck on the block, would you say is more likely to go furthest in this season's competition? You know, you know what? Before this game, I, I would have said Paris Saint-Germain mm. uh, quite unequivocally. But that game did show up, and I know Paris Saint-Germain had already qualified. It did show up the fact that when they have a front three who can't defend Paris Saint-Germain, they have an issue. They have a real issue. And I think Real Madrid were exceptional tonight, but there are better teams than them in this competition. So it just makes me wonder what would happen for Paris Saint-Germain if they met some of those teams like Juventus, Liverpool, arguably Manchester City in the, in the knockout stages. So maybe erring towards Real Madrid. I mean, it was... Yeah. a it, 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 was, it was an extremely impressive performance, even though they didn't come out of the three points and they will be group runner-up going into the last 16 draw. Yeah, so they could end up playing, playing one of the big teams straight off in the round of 16, but you, I suppose you've got to beat the best to get to, get to the team. They, they've got form, obviously, they've done it before. That kind of performance tonight, aside from the two goals that they conceded, would probably be good enough to get you all the way to the final, if you, yeah. could, if you could play that way all the way through. Um, can I just add that Kayla Navas has spoken after the game, and um, obviously it meant, the game meant a lot to him, being a former Real Madrid player now at Paris Saint-Germain. We were playing a great rival in the first half. We couldn't get into the game as much as we wanted to. We have some things to correct, but the spirit here, the union in our team, is enormous. To come back and play like that in a stadium where I had many beautiful experiences and to be received like that by the Madrid public was terrific. But picking out a bit there, the spirit here, the union in our team is enormous. That, that, that could be key. Because the, one, the accusation against Paris Saint-Germain over the last exactly. five, six years has been when the going gets tough against the big teams, they can't find a way to get a positive result. And they did at the Bernabeu, 2-2 there. Now, before... That game took place. There was another matching group. And it finished Galatasaray 1, Club Brugge 1. It was a result that put Real Madrid through before a ball was kicked. Adam Bouyuk with the opener for Galatasaray. And then in the 92nd minute, a lot happened. Uh, Krepin Tihata equalised with a very good goal. He then got sent off for his celebration, a second yellow card for taking his uh, shirt off. And Clinton Mata got so excited that he whacked the corner flag, broke the corner flag in half, and he got sent off as well. So Club Brugge finished with nine men, but they got a point, and it means in the race for third, um, they are still ahead of Galatasaray. Both those teams can still make it through to the Europa League last 32. OK, to Group D then. In the early match, Bayer Leverkusen kept alive their hopes of qualification with a very impressive 2-0 victory in Moscow. John Bradley describes the action. Glorious ball played towards Leon Bailey over on that left-hand side who pulled left from 
his central position onto Ignatium and he wins by a Leverkusen the first corner of the game. Diaby and Vorland are both hanging around near the goalkeeper and then we have runners coming from the penalty spot as well and it bounces down, there's a ricochet there! It's an own goal! It's Lokomotiv Moskva nil by a Leverkusen one. Chip forward, lucky for Bender! What a goal! Wow, oh wow! Pick that one out of the top corner! It is absolutely brilliant! Lifted over by Arangis, a hopeful chip forward. Sven Bender stretching on the volley, picks out the top corner. Lokomotiv Moskva nil by a Leverkusen two. Really was a very special goal. Go and watch it on UEFA.com or on UEFA.tv from Sven Bender. So Leverkusen were winners. Meanwhile, Atletico knew they could progress in Turin with a win, but Paolo Dybala ensured that already qualified Juventus spoiled the Spaniards' party. This one watched for us by Jonathan Beck. Free kick Juventus. Paolo Dybala is over it. It is almost on the junction of the penalty area and the touchline. Dybala goes for goal and Dybala finds the top corner. He's caught out Jan Orblak. He's caught out Atletico and smashed it into the roof of the net. It's Juve 1, Atletico 0. So Juve winning the section they were already through. And Jonathan Peck, Paolo Dybala was linked with a move away from Turin in the summer. He now seems to be the main man, particularly in the Champions League from Rizzo Sarri. Another big night for him. Yeah, well, I think he was, in one report, he was linked uh, along with 100 million euro for Neymar, wasn't he? Which would have been a remarkable deal. But uh, he has come to the fore. Many thought he might be the one to miss out. People thought Higuain might be on his way. He didn't start tonight, but it was Dybala and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Dybala was by far the sharper. He got that goal. He was buzzing around. He had their first shot. And in the first half, he was the danger man. In the second, Atletico came back and really should have done better than they managed to do. They had 15 attempts on goal, but only two of them on target. And right at the death, the two subs, João Felix and Angel Correa, combined brilliantly. Correa's cross across from right to left, almost halfway through the, uh, the six-metre box. But Alvaro Morata, just when you expected him to score on his return to Juventus, he stumbled, missed the ball completely, and the chance was gone. Koke has said tonight, their captain, that they have to keep on trying. They have to keep believing. They often get criticised for playing badly and winning, but right now it's the other way. They're playing well and not winning. All they have to believe is that they will create chances, they will score. They do need to be stronger in the opponent's box, but tonight they can't be critical about their team's performance, he said. But they will have to do it on match day six at home to Lokomotiv. And Bayer Leverkusen are still alive after their victory, aren't they? Now just a point behind. Now, Jonathan, it was a bit of a deflating evening for Atletico, but of course they did have the return of Joao Felix, a player who they've been waiting to come back for a long time. And we did see a few little flashes from him that suggest that they might be able to find that cutting edge. Yeah, we did. He didn't wait too long to bring him on either. Uh, Diego Simeone, nine minutes into the second half. He, in the space of ten minutes, he brought all his subs on Correa and Lemar as well. But João Felix was certainly the brighter of them. He uh, showed some great touches. He was good on match day one, actually, when these two met and uh, got the big build-up. And in the end, it was uh, Hector Herrera that rescued him in stoppage time. But I think, hopefully, given a few more minutes in his legs, then we'll start to see a little bit more uh, about the best of him because he'd started the season really well. And uh, the foil... Uh, that he was uh, 
becoming, really, for Alvaro Morata or, at that time, Diego Costa, who has been sorely missed, or at least his ability to put the ball away has been sorely missed. I think, uh, yeah, Jean Felix and, and Costa would have been uh, a very interesting partnership here tonight had they both been fit to start. So Juventus beating Atletico by one goal to nil. Here is how Group D looks ahead of the final match. It's intriguing. Juventus 13 points through as the section winners. Atletico 7 points. Leverkusen 6 points. Lokomotiv Moskva 3 points. Leverkusen looked out of it in truth a couple of weeks ago. But they host Juventus on match day six, and it's Atletico against Lokomotiv. OK, before we mention Jose Mourinho's first match in charge of Tottenham at home and analyse the night's other four matches, here's something you can get involved in. It's time to vote for your UEFA.com Fans Team of the Year for 2019. The 50-man shortlist has been announced, but the final 11 is up to you. There's five goalkeepers, 15 defenders, 15 midfielders and 15 forwards to choose from, including UEFA Champions League stars like Virgil van Dijk, Frankie de Jong and Eden Hazard. So make sure you pick your 11 now. Visit UEFA.com and you'll be in with a chance of winning great prizes, including two VIP tickets to a Champions League quarter-final match of your choice. Yeah, get voting now. Harry Kane is one of the possible forwards and his performance this evening might just have got a few more votes for him. He was fantastic as Tottenham came from behind to beat Olympiacos by four goals to two. They were 2-0 down heading into the first minute of stoppage time at the end of the first half. Delhi Alley pulled one back. Then Harry Kane got two in the second half either side of a Serge Aurier finish. Let's hear from Harry Kane now on what was a historic night for the Tottenham captain. Not a bad player to beat. Uh, no, like I always say, it's great to, to score the goals, but tonight was all about just qualifying uh, no matter how we've done it. And like I said, we'd have, we'd have liked to have played better, but industry just got to win and, and find a way, and, and we've done that. So uh, we should enjoy it, recover well, and then obviously try and keep this momentum for, for Saturday. Well, the player Harry Kane was alluding to there was Alessandro Del Piero, and the record that he has beaten is the quickest player ever to 20 goals in the UEFA Champions League. Del Piero took 26. Harry Kane has taken only 24. The leader again for Spurs, um, and the first time in the Champions League that Jose Mourinho has won a game having been 2-0 down in it. Not bad for his first match at home in charge of Spurs. He's done most other stuff he in has. the UEFA Champions League. It's quite surprising. But we did see the fingerprints of Mourinho on this as well when they went 2-0 down in the first half. Mm. Brave decision to bring off Eric Dyer and send on Christian Eriksen. And it changed the momentum of the match, as did the defensive mistake just on the brink of half-time that led to Deli Alli scoring. But excellent Tottenham performance in the second half. Mourinho will be looking for more consistency of course, but great start and great to have him back in the UEFA Champions League. Certainly is a man who has won it with two different clubs. Um, where do you put Spurs now in the runnings, given that they have a squad that took them all the way to the final last season and now have a coach who knows how to win it? Should we be talking about Tottenham being contenders? I don't think we're quite there yet. Um, as I said, I think the unevenness of the performances is, is, is something that needs issuing. And it's clear as well that Bayern are really head and shoulders in this group. Bayern, absolutely fantastic this evening as well. They hit six past Venezuela. They were already through, Andy, but they secured top spot. Robert Lewandowski, masterclass. 
Yeah, so I did wonder for uh, worry for Trevena Svesda really going into today because, of course, Saturday was the first time that Robert Lewandowski had not scored in a Bundesliga yeah. match this season, even though Bayern were excellent again and uh, 1-4-0 at Fortuna Dusseldorf. He thought he's going to take it out on someone. And it was always <laughs> going to be them. It's a tremendous start, very close to Cristiano Ronaldo's group stage mm. uh, record in, in terms of individual goal tally. Um, but a word fancy flick as well, uh, because uh, we're four games in with Bayern now. They've qualified for the last 16 at a canter. They're still yet to concede a goal under the coaching of Hansi Flick so what an effort and they've scored 16 which statistically makes it the best ever start for a Bayern coach wow for the man who is in temporary charge Robert Lewandowski's four goals 31 now for the season for club and country and we're not yet at the end of November it is extraordinary um, they were 6-0 winners Bayern then to wrap up top spot in Group B Tottenham also threw in a very good night for those two clubs and they meet in Munich on match day six. To Group C now, where Manchester City qualified and went through as the section winners, but a very, very good point for Shakhtar who will also be very happy after the 1-1 draw in Manchester. Yeah, they're in control of their destiny now, uh, which is what they wanted. And given the heavy defeat that they took there last season, despite the fact they took the game to Manchester City, or maybe because of the way they took six, the game six to nil, Manchester right? City, absolutely, they actually started pretty well in that game. I know that's something that's forgotten in the annals of time, uh, but they've proved they've learned. Uh, with a new coach, Luis Castro, uh, who is, is proving himself um, with the Ukrainian champions. And another vital goal for young Mano Solomon, who scored that stoppage time goal at San Siro to beat Atalanta. So great impression from him in this UEFA Champions League group stage. Yeah, very good point. And Shakhtar, as you mentioned there, are second in the section. But Pep Guardiola has taken another team through to the knockout stages of the Champions League. Let's hear from him now. When we play against Atalanta and this team, you realize that it was more difficult than the people can think. And in one game before, we are qualified for the next round, so it's good. Uh, it's good for us. Once we are in the last 16, it's, it's really tough. The important is being there. One game left, we're going to you know to Zagreb to to do good game, but now it's time to think in the Premier League. Pep Guardiola there after a 1-1 draw against uh, Shakhtar. Sergio Aguero, of course, um, was out and is missing. Gabriel Jesus led the line. The other match was at San Siro and Atalanta beating Dinamo Zagreb by two goals to nil. Luis Muriel with the opening goal in that match from the penalty spot um, and Atalanta scoring the second through Papu Gomez. Now, they picked up their first point on match day four. And now they've given themselves a shot at qualifying, which would be a remarkable comeback from their lowly position. They, they need snookers, but it can be done. Um, and they, they were fantastic tonight. Really, really good from the off. Uh, Luis Muriel was excellent. Of course, they're still without Duvan Zapata, their top scorer from last season. Um, but they were really led by Papa Gomez. The goal was absolutely fantastic in the second half to set the seal on it. Uh, Pasalic was a constant threat in midfield. Uh, Dinamo didn't know what to do with him. And I think you have to feel sorry for Dinamo because they've been excellent in this group but now especially with City to come it's going to be very very complicated for them to qualify. Group C is very interesting Manchester City top through section winners 11 points behind them Shakhtar six points Dinamo Zagreb five points Atalanta four points all will be revealed on match day six. That's about all we have time for this evening though. 
and it certainly didn't disappoint. It never does at this stage of the group stage. We had three teams through before Tuesday. Paris Saint-Germain, Bayern and Juventus. They were joined in the last 16 by Manchester City, Tottenham and by Real Madrid, the most successful team in the competition's history. Four group winners determined as well. Do join us on UEFA.com and the Champions League app on Wednesday for more match day five commentaries. Valencia against Chelsea, Liverpool against Napoli at Anfield, plus all the action from Barcelona versus Dortmund and the other games across Europe. Key reaction to those matches in our next podcast as well. So please subscribe and download. Pick your UEFA.com fans team of the year for 2019 now as well. But for now, from myself, Chris Parrott, and all the Matchday Live team, it is a very good night. Shot towards goal. A second effort is into the roof of the net by Pablo Sarabia. And now it's 2-2, and Paris are on the verge of winning the group. Free kick Juventus. Carlo Dybala is over it. Dybala goes for goal, and Dybala finds the top corner. It's Paolo Dybala, it's Juve 1, Atletico 0. Chip forward, looking for Bender! Wow, oh wow! Pick that one out of the top corner. It is absolutely brilliant. Lokomotiv Moscow nil by Leverkusen 2. You've been listening to UEFA Champions League Matchday Live.